How many times have we said yes when we really wanted to say no? Why do we do this? It's because we are extrinsically motivated, because we're concerned about how people will perceive us if we show up as our most authentic self. But main character energy, it's about holding space within ourselves, showing up for ourselves so that in turn, we're able to more appropriately and rightly show up for others. It's living our lives as our most authentic, sincere selves. The human experience is a collection of stories we've lived to tell for better or worse. Stories help us make meaning of life by connecting the moments of life. My name is Joel Gonzalez, your storytelling host and creator of We Are Story. I believe one of the best ways to move the human narrative forward is by storytelling and listening. When I tell my story and listen to yours, I step into the sacred space of our story. Welcome to the conversation. I want you to think about your favorite character in a movie, in a book, or in a story. What was it about that character that made him or her so appealing? Think of the way they acted, especially when they had to overcome obstacles. Think of the way the director or the author focuses on their strength, on their greatest days, but also on their weaknesses, on their worst days. You see, the protagonists and stories, they present themselves in such a way that's authentic. And what it does is it calls out of us things that we wish resembled them. So who is that character for you? For me, that character is Tyler Durden from the movie The Fight Club. Now, this is going to be a spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen the movie, just be forewarned. But Tyler Durden in the movie, he's part of the narrator. And he was created by this perfect storm of the narrator's insomnia-induced insanity and his frustration with a hollow life of consumerism. He's a manifestation of the completely free person the narrator wishes that he could be. He's also 45 years old, which I resonate with. You see, Tyler Durden, he was this cool guy that he set out to dissolve societal programming. He attacks consumerism and he's out to upset the established social order. At our core, Tyler describes us not as human beings, but as humans doing, consuming more than what we actually need. He talks about how we work jobs that we hate to buy things that we don't need, all the while we're enslaved to the entrapments of society and the media. Tyler, he later goes on to point out in one of his Fight Club meetings that advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs that we hate so we can buy things we don't need to impress people we don't even like. And what made Tyler's character so appealing to me was how he lived. He lived unapologetically and authentically as himself. You see Tyler, he says what he's thinking, he acts how he's really feeling, and he does things that matter most to him. And those things, they aren't really material in nature. Tyler Durden, he's living what has been described to some degree as main character energy. Now I want you to think about your life and how you live it. If life, in, if indeed is a story and we're characters in it, would we be able to say that we're living as the main characters of our own story? So main character energy, it became a trend on social media platforms just off the cusp of quarantined living. And it points to living a life carefully curated, almost like the protagonist in a film. 
It's a creative way of romanticizing our lives, and it advocates being the main character of our own life's story. It's living our lives on our own terms, it's doing the things that we love, and doing it so confidently. It means that we show up as our most authentic self. It means that we make space and have grace upon ourselves to be ourselves. You see, and main character energy, it, it's not defined by others' views of us or it's not defined by the experiences that we have no control over. It's about learning who we really are and what truly motivates us to do the things that we do. It's also about taking responsibility for our lives regardless of what happens to us. Brian Tracy said that we can't control what happens to us, but we can control our attitude towards what happens. And that's what main character energy is. It's holding space with ourselves, taking responsibility for our lives and owning who we are, every aspect of it. It has to do with tapping into our internal drives, which is also referred to as intrinsic motivation in contrast to extrinsic motivation. You see, far too many of us, we live our lives based on external factors or extrinsic motivation. We're overly concerned about how people will think of us or how they will perceive us. And so the things that we do aren't really because we want to do them. They're more so because they're driven by what other people will say or think about us. It's that need that we have to be loved and accepted and we'll do whatever we have to do in order to receive those. But when we live this way, our lives are being defined externally rather than being moved and driven internally from the inside out. Main character energy, it's intended to be lived from the inside out, but far too many of us, we live our lives from the outside in. But intrinsic motivation, it's when we tap into ourselves, when we get to know ourselves so much that we're crystal clear on what our passions and wants and desires are. So what main character energy allows us to do, it allows us to say yes to the things that we want to say yes to and no to the things that we want to say no to. How many times have we done things that we really didn't want to do? How many times have we said yes when we really wanted to say no? Why do we do this? It's because we are extrinsically motivated, because we're concerned about how people will perceive us if we show up as our most authentic self. But main character energy, it's about holding space within ourselves, showing up for ourselves so that in turn, we're able to more appropriately and rightly show up for others. It's living our lives as our most authentic, sincere selves. I know some people may think that living as a main character within our own stories can cause us to live narcissistic lives because it would seem as though we're putting ourselves before other people. You see, I come from a tradition of faith that really values serving others and considering them more important than us. In fact, there is a letter to this church in the region of Philippi. It's a letter to the, to the Philippians where a passage under says that we should consider others more important than ourselves. And I track with that and my desire is to live that way. But the only way that we can consider others more important than ourselves is when we understand the value and the importance that we have within ourselves. And that's what main character energy is about. 
It's about tending to our inner temple, our inner soul, our inner self, so that everything we do could be motivated by who we are. You see, we as humans, we weren't designed to be defined by what we do. We were designed to live from the inside out who we are. So everything we do should be an expression of who we are on the inside. But in order to properly live this way, we really have to get to know ourselves. And the only way we can do this is by spending time with ourselves. So yes, we should be supportive of friends and we should be helpful along the way. Like I don't believe that we should live selfish lives focusing just on ourselves. Nonetheless, there's a power to owning our story and living as the most authentic version of ourselves in the process. So again, let's think about how many times we've relinquished the things that we really desire because we lived lives for others. Steve Jobs said, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. And that's what happens when we don't tap into this main character energy is that we become a supporting character in other people's life story. The reality is that we should be the main character in our story. And when we do that appropriately, we'll know when, we'll discern when to be able to show up as a supporting role in other people's story. Because it doesn't mean that we won't ever show up for other people. It just means that when we show up for others, we do it so confidently because we've first taken the time to show up for ourselves. It's bringing that energy back into us and living lives on our terms, which is really navigated and directed by the spirit within us. But in order to live this way, this discerned living or this discerned lifestyle, is when we really get to know ourselves and what's inside of us and more importantly who's inside of us so that's going to take some soul work knowing ourselves that that's that's work it takes work it takes time it takes intentionality but when we familiarize ourselves with our motives when we begin to explore our souls we can live confidently knowing that everything we do it's done without an agenda without ulterior motives it's not done to convince people to view us a certain way but it's done we live in such a way because that's just who we are. And again, that's living as the main character of our own story. It's owning who we are and taking responsibility for our lives. Now think about yourself. What are some things that you desire to do, some ambitions that you have, some dreams that you have? Many times we shrink back or we live small because we're concerned we're concerned about how people will perceive us. But we serve no good to anyone when we shrink back because we fear what other people may think about us. And the reality is that growth can't happen without change and change can be uncomfortable. When we begin to cha to change or better yet even transform, not everyone's going to track with the new iterations of ourselves. And the unfortunate reality is that as we grow and develop and cultivate our inner soul, some people are going to miss the person who we used to be. And that's all right, because at times we're going to have to walk away from relationships that are so that we can arrive to where we need to be. It's unfortunate, it's sad, but it happens. And that's what takes place when we start living this main character energy is that some people may not totally vibe with the new iterations of ourselves. Now, here's the thing. When we do it so sincerely, authentically and genuinely, 
And as long as we're living righteously and as long as we know we're trying to contribute the most good to humanity, how people view us, that's not our responsibility. But again, this only happens when we do the soul work, when we really assess, evaluate and observe our motives. What is it that is motivating us to do that things that we do? What is it that is motivating us to step into the main character of our life's story? If it's because we want people to view us a certain way, then we're doing it for the wrong reason. But if it's because we want to live sincerely, you know what happens is as we live sincerely, other people will be inspired by that. But sometimes as we live authentically, it's also going to bring an indictment on other people for the lives that they're not living. And we got to be okay with this. But it boils back to that soul work, to that inner work, to that familiarity with ourselves and knowing that our motives and our intentions are pure, clean and whole. It's living life with integrity as we seek to live as the main characters in our story. So I want to share with you four ways to live as the main character within your story. Here's the first thing. The first thing we need to do is we need to stop caring and we need to start owning. Now, I've talked about this before, but the amount of energy that we exert overly concerned about how people may view us, perceive us or think about us. It's not only exhausting, it's also paralyzing. We cripple ourselves when we concern ourselves with what we think others will think about us. But the reality is People don't think about us as much as we think that they do. People don't notice us as much as they think they may be noticing us. People don't care about us as much as we think they may care. And this isn't in a harsh way. It's just people are too engaged in their own story, living as characters within their story to be overly concerned with us. So sometimes we don't do things because we fear how people will view us. But in reality is they're not looking at us. They're not viewing us a certain way. So we just have to stop caring. If there's something that you want to uh, aspire towards, if there's something that you want to do, if there's something you want to try, as long as it's righteous, as long there's in, as there's integrity in it, man, who cares what people think, right? So we just got to stop caring and we got to start owning. We got to start owning who we are. We got to start owning the things, uh, the desires that are in our hearts. We got to start owning uh, the labels that we've tried to get away from. Um, we just got to start owning our identity, showing up for ourselves. And this happens. We start owning who we are when we stop caring about who other people think that we are. So that's it. Just stop caring and start owning. The second thing is we have to stop comparing and we have to, just, we have to start being. So in this culture of social media, it, it would seem as though everyone's life is on display. That could be a good thing, but it could also move us to compare our story to other people's story. It could move us to compare our, our main character within the character of other people's story. And this is troublesome because rather than living freely, what this does is it adds unneeded weight to us. When we start comparing, we actually become competitive. And when we become competitive, we're weighed down uh, with this inability to move forward because we're trying to keep up with other people. So rather than running our race, we step into other people's race and we try to race them in their race. But we were designed and created to uh, to do what, we, what we're supposed to do. And the power in that is that 
what we're supposed to do, what is individual and unique to us, no one else will be able to do it the way that we can do it. And when we stop comparing ourselves to other people, it frees us up, it liberates us to run our race, live as the main character within our stories. But you know what else it does? It allows us to celebrate and appreciate other people. How many times have we withheld encouragement and compliment because we have this subconscious competition against another person because we're comparing ourselves to them? We're comparing ourselves to where they are in their journey, in their trajectory, in their story. But this is more of a way. It doesn't allow us to move forward. So we just have to stop comparing and we just have to start being. Start being who you are. Stop being who you're supposed to be. You know, there's there's more, there's an abundance to go around for everyone. You know, compliments shouldn't move us. Compliments shouldn't drive us. Because when compliments is what we seek, when, we, when they're not there, it'll keep us from moving forward. And we won't be able to fully appreciate where we're at in, in our chapter, in our season, within our story. So stop comparing and just start being. The third thing is, we have to stop complaining. We have to start embracing. Stop complaining. I mean, the amount of times that we complain about things, especially when they're outside of our control, is tiresome. I mean, when we complain, what, what are we really achieving by complaining? You know, complaining is like this internal form of gossiping to ourselves. If we can't do anything about it or if we're unwilling to do anything about it, then we should really stop complaining about it. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't open up to people because sometimes we need to talk to people to help us process through things that we may be going through. But I, I think we know the difference between uh, talk, talk therapy and complaining. Talk therapy is all about arriving at a resolution, even if it's within ourselves. But when we complain, we're really doing some internal gossiping that is, is more toxic than it is life-giving. So if there's something that's happening in your life and you're unwilling to change it or do something about it, it's better to just stop talking about it because then what we start doing is complaining. So we just have to stop complaining about things, especially those things that we can't control. And we just have to start embracing life. When we do this, we begin to step into what's referred to this flow. Life becomes more fluid and we'll notice that things just begin to happen to happen to us or happen for us rather, uh, not because we're hoping them blindly into our lives, but because we're just living our lives and we're embracing all aspects of us, the good, the bad, and even the ugly. So we got to stop complaining and we have to just start embracing life for what it is. And here's the fourth one. We got to stop convincing and we have to start living. We spend so much time trying to convince people of who we are, especially if we're going through a metamorphosis in our life and not everyone sees it. Uh, we, we tend to feel the need to want to convince them of who we are. We talk about our accomplishments and how we've changed and the things that we're doing and the things that we're not doing and so on and so forth. But really what we're trying to do is we're trying to convince them to view us the way we view ourselves. And this doesn't work. Anytime we need to convince anyone of anything, um, it's already defeated the purpose of living life. You see, a life well lived is the greatest testimony to anyone and to everyone. So when we stop trying to convince them of who we are, it allows us to live as we want to be. And there's such a freedom to that. There's such a freedom where we don't worry about convincing anyone because convincing could eventually become forcing. And anything that is forced is not natural. We want to start living in such a way that there's intentionality behind it. 
Um, it doesn't mean that we don't put effort. It just means that we don't uh, manufacture something in a forceful way. We live organically, we live intentionally, and we live authentically. And when we live that way, if, st if people still can't accept us, it's all good. We just got to move forward. So those are the four things. Stop caring, start owning. Number two, stop comparing and just start being. Number three, stop complaining and start embracing. And number four, stop convincing and start living. We all have a story to live in and more importantly, live out. And it all begins by realizing and owning our character in it. So let's bring our energy back into ourselves. Let's submit ourselves to the voice of the spirit inside of us. And let's live as a main character within our story so that in doing so, we'll be able to know when to show up in a supporting role to others. All right, my friends, may we live today a story we'd want to tell tomorrow. Tomorrow.